The Lazy Girl's Guide too. For girls who want to better their life, but then not have to do too much work. Welcome to the third ever episode of The Lazy Girls Guide 2. I'm your host, Carly Porch, and make sure you hit that subscribe button because there are some awesome episodes on the way. We're also going to touch on The Lazy Girls Guide to Running a Book with Tanya Hennessy and also The Lazy Girls Guide to Good Sex. So they are episodes not to miss. And I hope you've enjoyed the other episodes and taken something away. But today's topic is The Lazy Girl's Guide to Tapping into Your Psychic Abilities. It features Alison Maiden, who has over 30 years in the psychic industry. I am fascinated by this subject. Let's get into it. Hey, Carly. So this is such a loaded topic because I feel like it's obviously something that's different for different individuals because mm. I actually learned something of you recently that I had no idea about and that is that there are different forms of psychic senses. Yes, correct. So how many are there? Well, seven that we know of. Wow. But there could be more, but people haven't sort of identified with just yet. Um, but one thing that is really interesting is that the children that are being born and have been born in the last probably 15 years are coming through with natural psychic abilities and are showing things very early. Whereas when when I was born, um, it was all very hush, hush, no one's allowed to talk about it, you're not allowed to say anything. So it was kind of squashed. So now the kids are, that are coming through are able to um, tap in very early and they're being encouraged. And so who knows what the future holds for psychics, hey? This is so exciting. <laughs> let, let, let's go back to the seven senses. So what yeah. are they? Okay, so um, first of all, we have uh, seeing which is called clairvoyance. The one I don't want. (laughs) I don't want to be seeing ghosts roaming around my house. You probably do have a bit of clairvoyance anyway, Carly, and I'll explain why in a moment. Um, We have the the one that everyone just about has is clairsentience, which is actually clear feeling, and that is the gut instinct. So it's something that you automatically have as, as part of being a human being. Okay, right. um, so we, we know when something feels right or feels wrong, we get a little warning sort of thing in the gut. Yep. And then we have the clairgustance, which is quite an interesting one. That's taste. That's very rare. That's oh. one that I actually do have. And it's not always pleasant. So um, the other morning when I was doing a reading with you guys here on the show and I could taste the whiskey in my mouth and um, she, yeah. she said, yeah, Nana used to like to have a drab of whiskey. Is that a common <laughs> thing you get with every, because I know you do this professionally. And, yes. And is that something you always get with every spirit that comes through? No, no, wow. not all. And, and the interesting thing about it is I do have actually all of the seven psychic senses. Wow. Um, so I will see, hear, feel, touch. I can feel touch. I can actually touch objects and get information from them. That's called psychometry. And smell is another one where you can actually smell usually habits, like if someone smoked a lot or if they wore a certain perfume or they liked a certain flower, um, you can often smell that. And that is an indication that they're around. So, yeah, it's kind of nice. And a lot of people have that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you uncover them? How do you tap into that? So the important thing to realise is that most of us have at least one or two and um, we're all born with a, a sixth sense, if you like, as part of our survival instincts. <clears throat> so um, back in caveman days, you know, you'd kind of get a feeling that, you know, there might have been a, a saber-toothed tiger lurking around the corner. You'd get yeah. that gut feeling that something was wrong. So it's it's always been um, in within the DNA of the human race to be able to feel. Um 
The other psychic senses come through usually um, when we have more of a spiritual path or when we've got more of a spiritual path to make in life, and that is helping other people because your spiritual path is all about, first of all, understanding yourself and then using that understanding to help others. So spiritual and psychic people, they usually have really hard lives. And everyone says, you know, you should have an awesome life. You can see what's going to happen. You don't always know what's going to happen to you. Okay, right. so, so you, you can, can only see for others. You can't predict well, yourself. Well, and, and even that, you know, you'll only see what you're supposed to see. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, with anything you do in life, like for you, this is a professional thing that you've been doing. So, mm. you've obviously had to hone in on those skills mm. early on in the piece. And for anyone that might want to go down that path, mm-hmm. how do you begin that process? Well, you have to, first of all, block out the everyday world because we're distracted too much to be able to focus. And that is things like televisions and radios, (laughs) funnily (laughs) enough. Um, uh, And meditation is really the way that anything starts. So to, to give yourself 10 minutes a day to meditate and, and as I said, block out those other things. Make sure you're not going to be disturbed, you know. Mm. I used to get up before the kids because I had four children wow. and three under five. So wow. I used to get up super early in the morning and meditate <gasps> before the kids got up. And, um, and that to me was my time, my special time. But that was also when I got a lot of messages through. You'll also find too that um, you'll get messages when you're first waking up in the morning. So you might actually get um, images, you may get songs playing in your head over and over on a loop. That's actually a message from from um, spirit, and that's called clear audience, where you can actually hear things from spirit world. Sometimes I'll get like, "Who let the dogs out?" or something. Yes, Does that absolutely. mean I need to let my dog outside more? Or? Well, it could be that someone will leave the gate open and and let the dog out, so really? they're giving you a warning about that. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, now I want to talk about the idea of spirit guides. Yes. Does everyone have one and how can you get closer to yours? Yes. Look, surprisingly, yes, everyone does have them. Okay. Because sometimes um, I'm like, yours is, yours is obviously not a very good guide. It's you misguiding you. Well, they're trying to help, but maybe they're just not listening. That's more to the point. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. There's a, a big difference between what we call angelic guardians or higher mm-hmm. level guardians and spirit guides. Spirit guides are actually um, people who you've had interactions with either in this life or past lives. And And they have karma with you or they have some kind of debt that's owed to you. So it's like when you've got your nana taking care of you Mm. or your grandfather or or a dad or someone close in your family. They're paying back family karma. Okay, so um, debts that are owed. Mm. So are you born with a spirit guide or and then if, say, your nana passes away when you're about 14 or whatever, then does that get passed over to your nana? Yeah, so they can come and go throughout life um, and depending on how much karma there is between the two of you because not only from this life, it can be from previous lives that you've had Mm -hmm. with them as well. Um, So when I was about 15, I sat in a spiritualist church circle. That's how I first sort of started, if you like. And there was lots of different people on different nights identifying a very large Egyptian standing behind me. And he was my guide. He was a guide from a previous lifetime. I was actually married to him. Wow. And uh, he was one of the pharaohs in Egypt. So, yeah, I know that's pretty far out. But there were so many different people saying the same thing. It was absolutely irrefutable. And he used to call me Nefru. Now, I I thought that was my name in that lifetime. Turns out, years later, I was sitting next to, would you believe, an Egyptologist in another meditation circle. And I said, oh, gosh, that's so great. You work in the, in the history part of the museum. Yep, yep, I'm, a, I'm an Egyptologist. 
And I said, what does Nefru mean? He goes, oh, that means beautiful princess. <gasps> I went, oh, it just really hit me. And I wow. thought, wow, that was so amazing. When you say he called you that, is that because you managed to tap into him? I could hear and him. And you could hear him. Yeah. Right. How often do we actually hear these guides? You can, well, look, I mean, for most people, they are so distracted with life in general mm. um, that uh, occasionally if a real big message has to come through, such as your life is in danger or we need you to take a different turn or look out, it can come through straight away and loud, okay? Right. Um, and I've had people say that they often hear their names being shouted and that is them trying to get your attention for some reason. If you are um, meditating on a regular basis or you have actually got psychic abilities that are quite strong and you're born with them, you may get messages every day right. in different ways. So what happens when bad things happen to people? and Or if you are in a situation where you're like, I really need an answer on this, I want to tap into that <laughs> guide. How, how do you go about that? I know you've mentioned meditation, but yeah. is, there, is there a way to yeah. fast track it? Uh, yes, there is. <laughs> of course it's there the is. Lazy Girl's Guide. <laughs> it is. Um, so uh, tarot cards. We'll right. connect you in and they will give messages through the actual meaning of the cards. And um, the other thing is oracle cards. They can often mm. give straight out messages. So they're actually written on the card. So that really is the laziest way of doing it. Okay, I um, love that because I do yeah. angel cards quite Same often. Same sort of I, thing. Yeah. I know with tarot it can be very in-depth and there are yeah. a lot of different meanings. But, I yeah, angel cards I find have been really helpful. So that mm. genuinely is a way because sometimes yeah. you pull out a card and go, this isn't relevant to me. And then, it but it always, <laughs> it, it always is. It always is. Yeah, it depends on what level you're looking at, you know. And the other thing is um, there's things like pendulums. Uh, pendulums you can actually hold and they'll swing backwards and forwards with yes, no answers. Wow. Um, and that's quite an interesting thing. If you want to, as I mentioned before, become a full-blown psychic, is it as black and white as you don't have it or you do have it or can you develop? That's a really good question. Um, yes, you can develop it. Right. And there um, are definitely ways. And over the years, I've taught many, many people. Um, one of my girls in Adelaide, actually, who's now taken over teaching down there for me because I, I don't have time anymore in there, she started off being a corporate girl who came in with absolutely no psychic talent whatsoever, but she was yeah. very interested in it. Now she's doing healings, readings and um, psychic, her psychic ability is, is blown out the door. She's amazing. Wow. So and now she started with what we call the awakening course, which is something I wrote to help people identify what their gifts are and then how to deal with that. And uh, then she went on to doing the levels of Reiki healing energy, which now Reiki is an amazing thing. Okay. It opens people's intuition. It clears out blocks. It makes your life a whole lot happier. What actually is Reiki? It's, it's unconditional energy. love. So what is the physical act of Reiki though? Okay. So the physical act is to raise the vibration of yourself so that you're getting rid of the see, negativity pulls our vibration down okay mm -hmm. and if you look at things like in a structure of dimensions so say we're in the third dimension we know that okay so the next dimension that wraps around us is time and space and it's also the astral plane that's where all the ghosties and people are the one above that is the fifth dimension which is where we're meant to be ascending to as a whole planet that's the golden age that everyone talks about and then the, the next one above that is the six which is the spirit world Right. Okay, so the higher your vibration, the easier it is to get to your spiritual guides. So Reiki raises your vibration. It gets rid of the blocks and it helps you to be able to connect in to your intuition. So it helps you. Can you do Reiki them. on yourself? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you have to be attuned by a master. 
yeah. first of all. And uh, the, a master has a certain, well, they've been attuned by masters and so on and so forth. So it's something that's passed down in court. It's called a lineage. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Yusui, who was a Japanese physician um, about 1901, the turn of the century, he rediscovered Reiki because it's been around forever. Um, but he actually put it into a, a form where it could be taught. And yeah. uh, then that was passed through to our modern age. Yeah. Now, I want to touch on deja vu. Is deja vu a psychic act? Because everyone's experienced that. Yeah. Well, yes, it is. Absolutely. There's such a thing as a timeline. And what psychics actually do is we hop on that timeline and we're able to sort of travel down it to see what outcomes will be. But there's more than one outcome because it depends on people's choices. So we have free will here and that's all part and parcel of the karmic lessons that are going on. So um, in order to... um, learn your lesson, sometimes you have to go over and over and over something, don't you? It's like you Mm -hmm. you look back in your life and you go, oh, my God, I've repeated this so many times. You thought I would have learned the last time, you know. So um, when we do finally get it, it's like that particular bit of karma has gone and we can move on. So quite often the timeline gets a little bit sort of um, looped, right? And so you've already done something. And um, you're looping back over the top of that. And it's, it's, uh, it's like a fold, if you like, in the fabric of time. And then it straightens out again really fast. Sounds wow. a little bit kind of freaky, but that's what happens. That's very interesting, though. Um, now, I want to talk about premonitions as well, because I think I find that to be one of the most sought-after psychic abilities. Because people, uh, there is a sense of uneasiness <laughs> about not knowing what the future holds. Is that the hardest psychic ability to acquire? It's difficult to become a uh, a psychic in the sense of um, being able to predict something really accurately because no one will be 100% accurate because of what I just mentioned, the fact that we have free will. Yeah. So we can have a look at the probabilities of you going for this particular job somewhere. Yep, this job looks great for you, but, you know, three months down the track, you're not going to be happy and you'll change direction yeah okay so you might go well I don't want to be in a job for three months I'm just not going to take that job and I'll, I'll do something else right. so a lot of people get very scared about psychics being able to do this and they actually say you know people actually run their life by this rubbish and all this sort of stuff I t- tend to think if I know get a heads up of what's coming I'm much more comfortable yeah. <laughs> like oh, you, do you know? Yeah. So we get a lot of skeptics going, how, how would you know, blah, blah, blah. And then when something actually happens, they come back and go, well, wow, that did happen to me. Mm. So it t- kind of changes their attitude a, l- a little bit towards yeah. um, maybe the future path being opened up to you is a good thing. Yeah. Now, you're never going to be given anything that is going to change what you're supposed to go through. All right. right. So there are certain guides and, and uh, people who are lining you up for your lessons. <laughs> and your spirit guides sometimes have to work miracles, especially if you turn left when you're supposed to be turning right, to actually make you coincide with people you're meant to be meeting with, for instance. Wow. So romance is one of the big things I am always asked about. You know, when's yeah. my love coming in, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and it, is, it does come down to the fact that, yes, you're meant to be with this person, you're meant to meet this person. However, if they're hanging around in a relationship that they're not meant to be in, if they're still there because they're too scared to leave, that's going to set that back 12 months or maybe even 18 months. You're still meant to meet them, but the time yeah. frame can change. Wow. And let's talk about your psychic abilities because, <laughs> okay. you know, that's definitely not the lazy girl's guide to. You've taken 38 years to kind of hone in on your skills. What do you see and feel? Because I've been to one of your readings. It's pretty phenomenal where you 
basically read a room full of people. What mm-hmm. are you what are you seeing and feeling when that's happening? So, um, first of all, in the live shows, I'll be getting information from um, people's guides that are in the audience. So they're normally loved ones. Okay, so spiritual guides, as I said, can be loved ones or people that have passed over. And they're all around me and they're all kind of jostling for a a front spot. So we have a few people um, usually come through straight away. Even before I get into the room, I'll get names that are starting to drop into my head. are you seeing people physically? Sometimes. But mostly just hearing the messages. Yeah. As soon as I get into the reading, I will see, feel, hear, taste, smell. Wow. Pain. I get a lot of pain um, because that's one way that they show me how they passed over. And so um, I'll often get, you know, head pain if it was a head injury or a stroke. Sometimes I'll feel, um, uh, I, I went blind in one eye one night. Um, oh my God, with, that's so scary. It only lasted a few seconds, <laughs> but um, the person actually had a brain tumour, which did affect the eyesight on that side. So once that's validated by the person I'm reading, it will, it will go because it's just a, a way yeah. of them letting me know how that is yeah wow that is a very intense experience and how do you shut that off usually once I've finished um my body will be a bit achy I must say um and sometimes I'm so wired I can't get to sleep for several hours after a show um but then I'm I really do sleep well once I'm (laughs) so how do you shut that off Alison uh usually I just wind down at the end of the uh the day um I do a bit of a meditation at the end of the day as well, yeah, and um, and just go to sleep <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> wow! And is there a way if you are having psychic abilities and they are scaring you, is there a way that people can shut them off if they're seeing spirits in their house or anything like that? Yeah, look, um, knowledge is power. Hey, this is what I always feel. So, um, going to a reputable person for some lessons and being able to then control your psychic abilities that way. Um, spirit tend to actually keep prodding you until you start using them because they're there for a purpose. Wow. Um, so it's not only just an interest thing, it can actually for some people be a necessity. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just think this has just been so interesting. Um, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Always a pleasure. Wow, what a fascinating topic. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording it. And I hope you're taking something away from the Lazy Girls Guide too. Make sure you hit subscribe because there are so many more topics to cover. And next week we're delving into the world of publishing with Tanya Hennessy. We are going to do the Lazy Girls Guide to writing a book Uh, and as I mentioned before don't forget to hit subscribe and maybe even leave me a little review while you're there and tell your friends about it that is coming out next week on the podcast